Yeah, so, you know, when I was doing my show notes and I get to the point, I was like, oh, you know, I usually write down what my pick or pan is. So, you know, I've got it ahead of time. And I, I always try to stick to, uh, you know, one pick or one pan or one of each yeah. at most. Um, and then today, just like an hour ago, I got to think about, I was like, oh, yeah, what's my picks and pans? I got to think about, I was like, and I thought, you know what? I just remembered last weekend, so I've got two fucking pans. <laughs> so, I mean, still have a pick, but yeah, the... Mm, yeah, after last weekend. Mm, so, all right. Anyway, alrighty. Are y'all ready to go? You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show, a place for all things geeky. Welcome out to the Epically Geeky Show, episode number 92. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, in your opinion, what kills a sitcom the quickest? A, characters getting married. B, characters having a baby. C, adding a new character. Or D, recasting a character. Ooh... See, I can give examples of each one where it was okay and it worked. Right. Same here. Absolutely. For me, de- depending on the, the show, so if the show is single life, mm-hmm. having a baby is like the end of the sitcom of that story, and now it's on to something else completely. Right, exactly. So that's that's what it is for me. Uh, if they were at the very beginning of stages uh, and they, you know, have kids at the very beginning of the sitcom, I mean, obviously that's what the sitcom's about. But yeah. for me, if if the whole storyline's been, you know, single, 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 or or even in relationships but no babies, and all of a sudden, then that that's what it is for me. Yeah, I, I yeah, and I'm like you. I can I, I can name uh, shows where it's worked very well, and then I can name shows where it's just like, yeah. I, I kind of stopped watching it shortly after that. So, what yeah. about you, Chris? Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. It just depends on on the show. Although I will say, uh, having a character recast is pretty hard for me to get yeah. over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, especially if it's a character that I love, and and it's like, who the fuck is this? No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not agree. You're not them. Yeah. Um, my, I would, I would have to pick new character mainly because to me it seems like um i mean when characters come in and in and out and they're like um you know b-level characters that's fine whatever you know especially if it's like a show like the office where you know you're gonna have temp workers come in or something like that you know that's fine um i'm thinking more of like the the closer-knit sitcom when usually when you add a new character it's because uh you're kind of running long in the tooth and you you know someone sat down and was like oh we're not hitting this you know uh, group of people anymore we need to get someone in there and that's when you get the cousin olivers <laughs> and that type of stuff and it's just like or or as probably one of the biggest ones that i just drove me insane was uh, on the cosby show mm-hmm. when when they introduced raven simone's character i'm just like i, I don't i don't want new little kids i know i don't care so uh but yeah that 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 would be my pick on that one so uh, the reason why i bring up sitcoms is uh that's what our topic is tonight um a lot of sitcoms have actually gone on to spawn um 
uh, other shows. We all know some of them that were just horrible. Uh, some of the ones that I listed like were uh, Joey from Friends. Um, I mean, I never was huge into Friends, but I know Joey was not a good show. No. Um, Frasier, on the other hand, was a really good spinoff. Yeah, yeah, so, I like that one. Um, so yeah, there have been there have been sitcoms that have had some good spinoffs. We've had some that had some horrible spinoffs. Um, and then there are those those some some of those sitcoms, especially some of those older ones that have had like four and five spinoffs technically. And you're just like, I didn't even realize that like that was yeah. a related thing. So how is that related to that one? Yeah. It was- <laughs> yeah, they jump. The, the people showed up on one episode, and all of a sudden, they get a, a whole new show. It's like what? But yeah. Um, so tonight, I tasked everyone with coming up with two or three uh, spinoff, you know, show possibilities. I did not put a prerequisite on this, saying that um, they had, you know, it, it can't be a show that's already have a, had a spinoff. So if you've picked a show that <laughs> he he, he just has an opinion. He's- he, no, he's barking because it's May 2-4 here, and uh, May 2-4 in Canada, uh, we celebrate the, the Queen's birthday is what it's supposed to be. And okay. uh, <laughs> what we celebrate is uh, we celebrate by having fireworks, and so there's fireworks going off not far away. You know what? It's it's perfectly fine. I understand. <laughs> Ruby doesn't care. Of course, she's gotten really old, and is her hearing is really gone, so I don't even know if she noticed it anymore, and Max is just <laughs> scared to death so um but no i did not put a i didn't put a limit on it as to being you know it it has to be a show that's never had a spinoff or whatever so uh with that being said would anyone like to go first well seeing how chris walked off camera because uh she spilled water on herself (laughs) i'll go first because this one needs help fleshing out so uh (laughs) disclaimer i'm gonna have to help help with fleshing out most of my ideas that's fine uh, um, I, i thought this one would be kind of a fun one so i wanted to go back to friends Okay, and I wanted I wanted to spin off on that one, but I didn't want to focus on the characters. I want to focus on the coffee shop. I oh, thought it'd be kind of cool idea, kind of cool having different characters come in and tell a stupid story of their life or whatever on the on the couch because it wasn't just them that sat there. And the like, you could do a bit of a spin off where uh, something crazy uh, happened because of a certain event in Friends. Right. Uh, you could have those tiebacks and mm-hmm. and they've had uh, events where like they do silly flashbacks where it's bad makeup and it's bad like you can tell they're like completely still all the same age and uh, so you you could even do that and you could have them do cameos that way. Uh, I don't know. I thought that'd be kind of a fun one. Oh my god, that would be so awesome to have to actually get you know some of the characters to come back and like yeah. you said, just do bad makeup. Like it's just very oh. obvious that. You are you are twenty and thirty years older than you yep. were, but who cares? It's still Chandler. So yeah, it's Chandler or it's it's Ross, and he's you know, or uh, like I said, just just anything like that where you could have these different characters pop into the coffee shop, and, and that's all it would have to be called is Central Perk. Central Perk. And that's Central it. Perk. That honestly Fine. is a great idea. That is a really good idea. Good for that's you. a really good one. <laughs> uh, Chris, did you want to go next? Sure. Um, so my idea for a spinoff is a prequel um, for Firefly. Uh oh. Centering around Shepherd Book. Oh, okay. Because you know that dude had a pretty epic life before he uh, was a shepherd. Yeah, so, no joke. Yeah, so his name before he became Shepherd Book was uh, I'm going to get this wrong, uh, Derail Book, which he stole that identification. <laughs> 
that's not his actual real name. His real name is Henry Evans. Anyways, what his life was like before he joined Serenity and before that all happened. Um, because he said some 250 things. He knew a lot about weaponry. He knew a lot about the Alliance. He knew a lot of... Uh, he. He knew a lot of connections through that. Um, there was one episode where he got really injured, and um, they had to board an Alliance ship, and because of his identification, they were like, yep, let's go. But he never talked about it. So this is, I figured, he was probably a mercenary, and mm-hmm. so it's it centers around him being a mercenary, and then he's recruited by the Alliance and all of that happening. So just his young life as before he turns into Shepard. How do you how do you feel the the brown coats would feel about that? Like, do you think it would be enough to, or, or do you think it's going to be like yes, this, but still, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because yeah. it's still because it's still right around the time when they have the war of unification. Is it the war of unification? Yeah, I think so. Like right around that time, he is hired by the alliance and as um, it's not an assassin, but he he works for them. So all of that. Because Mal was also in that in yep. that war too. Yep. And do they yeah. cross paths at one time? But maybe not directly. But like they're in the same scenario, and they don't know it. Can even be fighting on different sides. Dif- yeah, fighting on different sides, things like that. that. See that? Yeah. I think right there would be enough that it would give yeah. the brown coats enough to at least kind of keep going on. You know what I'm saying? So because yeah. at this point it's just like guys give it up. It's it's not going to happen, man. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, um. The first one that I picked was, uh, and I, I kind of was hoping Laney was going to be on this one, but um, uh, I picked Parks and Rec. I love that show. I love that show to this day. And I was trying to figure out who I would want to keep going with. And at first, anyway. I knew who I, I knew how I wanted to pick, and I thought, no, I don't, I don't know if I should pick him. Maybe I should pick someone else. Originally, I was playing around with the idea of, uh, was it like a, it's like a 10-year jump or whatever that was that last season or whatever and i thought mm-hmm. seeing gary as the mayor would be a hilarious sitcom to watch but inevitably i went back to um i want to see um ron running the national park because yeah. then you could have the character you know occasionally characters come in and like you know they're camping or whatever um but I, just his interaction because you know we'd have to come up with some characters so like you know he's he's over two or three other people and there's you know there's a, a goofball or whatever, and then there, maybe there's someone who's like super serious that he's just like, hey, take it down a step, <laughs> especially coming from Ron. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, you just deal with, you know, you could just have a cast of different characters coming in that are, um, um, you know, they're, they're hunters or they're, they're just, uh, they're campers or whatever, and just him dealing with, I just, I, I need more Ron Swanson yeah. is, is what it boils down to. Yeah. So. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I picked Ron from from Parks and Rec. Like I said, I I, I really played with the idea of Gary, and I thought, nah, I gotta stick with Ron. So, um, yeah. all right. Uh, but even uh, Gary is mayor and his name wrong the whole entire time. Uh, yeah, I went back because <laughs> you know it's been a while <laughs> since I've watched it, and I'm just like, you know, I I went back and started reading up it again. And I was just like, man, that was such a good way to end that show. Yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. Uh, all right, uh, Ray. What's your next one? So my next one, <clears throat> I wanted to go back to the office. I, I enjoyed the office. I thought it was really good. I uh, thought about it, and I I, I I stayed away from it, but it did cross my mind. Well, I thought how it'd be kind of fun watching Shroot Farms. 
<laughs> and you know, you know, it's same like time that it's been since the show's been on, and he's he's getting closer to retirement now, and he's like, you know what, I need an apprentice, and so he goes out to hire an apprentice, and that would be like your first season. Oh my and god! Then, and, and then you still have so Moe's running around doing crazy ass shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and then and I thought um, I thought uh, that the person that he eventually picks. Uh, was actually a very big fan of the show. Oh, yeah, uh, of the documentary. Of the documentary. Yeah. Huge fan of the documentary. Oh, my God, yes. But he loved what Jim always did, where, where he would always play pranks on Dwight. And so that's where you would continue on into, like, a second season. That would be good. That so, would be good. That would be kind of fun where, you know, because there's enough characters that you could pull uh, from from Shroot Farms. and Oh, yeah. And, I mean... Running an office is very similar to running before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and the, then, yeah, and that's the thing. It would be a documentary again. It would be a documentary of Shroot Farms. Yeah. And see, uh, you know, you can always have, you know, the nice thing about doing a, a, a sitcom like this, you know, that's a spinoff is you can have those characters from the original one come back. You know, so you'd have, you know, Pam and Jim and the kids show up for uh, sheep day. picking or what? <laughs> yeah, sheep day or whatever. And <laughs> So, so you have Jim step aside and tell the new guy or whatever. Listen, this is here's yeah here's, here's my you know I never got around to or whatever. Here's yeah. my black book of the things that I didn't get. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That would be awesome. Actually, Good idea. I like that. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris, what's your next one? Okay, so I picked a character from Thirty Rock, which is a show I really loved. Um, uh, Kenneth Parcell, which was uh, yeah. <laughs> I loved him so much. He was just, he was so happy with his job. He was just so happy to be there. And he he had a weird upbringing. You would just like throw snippets in and you're just like, I'm sorry, what? So yeah. I thought he would be fun, sort of a, a unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt kind of deal where he's living in the city and he's just sort of wonderfully oblivious to all the crap that goes around him and he's just sort of, all right, through life. Um, and he has a terrible roommate who just is totally inconsiderate and he's an asshole, but Kenneth just sort of grins and barrets and then, like, one time he totally loses it on him, but he feels <laughs> bad about it and then apologizes and, yeah, just things like that. His family vision, uh, visits occasionally, like, in, and then you see his mom, because he lives with his mom, <laughs> but his mom's been married for seven years, somebody else, that whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. I like Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> Mine okay, aren't as I'm, good as yours. No, I just I haven't I I'm not familiar with that one. No, I I'm going. It. I'm going to add on to this one because I also yeah. picked doing a like, spinoff with Kenneth from Third no, Rock. <laughs> Please add on. I, I said like he I'm becomes awesome. he becomes the head page, and yeah. he has to he has to you know train some of the other pages, and of course you yeah. get just these weirdos that come in, and then. You know, he can still interact with, you know, whatever shows that are on there. So, you know, like he still like he messes, you know, Fallon comes on every so often and just. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the the further adventures of, of, of Kenneth, I think, would be an awesome show. I'd have to watch that. It's one that I keep. It's on my to do list. And you watched it without me. And uh, it's just on my to do list. I just haven't. Got I'm not sorry it, about so. that. Um, well, I'm going to slide in with my other one. I actually have two of them. One of them I just kind of 
two more. I did four instead of just three, just because I had one in my head and I wasn't sure I was going to do it or not. And anyway, um, so like I said, yes, I had also picked Kenneth. One of the other shows that I decided I wanted to do a spinoff for him was Community. Um, I adored this show. The last couple seasons, especially the last ones that were on on um, um, Yahoo, were just eh, okay. But um, I love the show. One on it, uh, his name's Abed. Did y'all either of y'all watch Community? I saw like a couple episodes, but that was one we never really got into. No, no. The first, depending on where you watched it, like the first season or the first couple episodes of the first season, you can tell they have an idea of what they want to do with the show. Yeah. And then after that, they just they kind of figure out what they want to do with the show and they just run with it. And it's very there's a lot of in jokes. There's a lot of callback stuff. So um, if you watch it, definitely start from the beginning and then just like well, like I said, you'll probably get hooked and you'll just keep going. But um, <clears throat> the character Abed on there. The entire time, like I think all the way from season one, um, a lot of the inside jokes, kind of the winks to the camera, is he's he keeps talking and you're not quite sure if he really thinks that he's living in a TV show um, <laughs> because the way he acts and the way he says things. But like he even mentions like th- that was one of the running jokes about it was he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, our our study group is, you know, this is this is basically the show of our study group and it's going to run for six seasons and then a movie. And that became the, the call was six seasons in a movie. Uh, they got six seasons. We didn't get a movie out of it. But um, but no, I'd like to see him work going on. And at the end of the series, he became a production assistant for a TV show. And I wanted to have him you know pick up where he's been doing this where he's a production assistant, but I want to make it so that he hates the show that he's working on. Like it's just mm. every bad trope, you know, for a TV show. And he's just like, you know, we, we, you can't do that. That's horrible. You know, whatever. And you know, they just, Oh no, that's a great idea. We'll just keep doing that. So kind of in response to that, he's got his own, uh, YouTube series that apparently is like blowing up. And mm. this way we can pull in some of the big YouTube personalities to, to stop in, to do different things or whatever on the show, you know, on his show, so but yeah, I I loved Community, and I would love to I'd love to get something else from that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even if it's a spinoff, as long as it's not on Yahoo, uh, <laughs> uh, I'd be happy to have it. So yeah. All right, where uh, you got you got another one for us? Yeah, so there's a bit of a setup on this one. Um, so Kathy Bates and Susan Strandon have new are, are new characters now. Uh, we have uh, those two actresses in there, and they're friends with uh, Diane Keaton, Diane Keaton's character. Okay. And uh, and you know they they are friends, been friends for years, and they thought uh, you know uh, Diane Keaton's mom is putting on this this class, so they better go and and show support. And doesn't Rose from Golden Girls show up? And Betty White. Is on the screen, Aww. and we have a new Golden, Golden Girl. Girls. <laughs> awesome! <laughs> That's what I thought. Like when I wrote you and said, "No, I'm too excited. I gotta share this one. This is the one I was talking about, man." Like he is a big crush on Betty White, <laughs> dude. She's way. awesome. She is awesome. <laughs> The entire internet has crush on Betty White. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. But I just thought those three those three actresses could pull something like that off. Where though, you know, you've I don't know, Kathy Bates. I thought would be she'd be fantastic in that one. Susan Sarandon be like the Sophia. Yes, she's pretty. 
Yeah, and then and then Diane Keaton. So the three of them are very similar, but have different you know dy- dynamics. I'd love to see the three of those working together because I think the comedy would be very spot on. I think this would be an excellent show for Netflix to like uh, pair along with uh, Grace and Frankie because this yes. definitely seems yeah. of that type of ilk or, would be or awesome. Just join, yeah, just because they could also just let all four of those women just unleashed and just let them go. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I think it would be hilarious. Yes, and and the, you you know your tie-in is is Betty White, and she but she's now the mom figure, and you know they're all going to her for right for advice and all that stuff, and you know, so yeah, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Chris, you have another one for us. I do. This is my last one. So this always bugged me. I know it's bugged Ray, but whatever happened to the doctor's daughter? Yes. Oh. Whatever happened. Because at that last scene, she's like... She flies away. She wakes up and then she flies away. And then you never hear from her ever again. Through the mm-hmm. whole entire series, you never hear from her. And it always bothered me. I'm like, he's got a kid. And did, at some point, is she? did she run into River? Did Is she able to, to travel through time? How does she travel through time? Can she regenerate? Did he ever run into her again? Did she ever see any of his other regenerations through time? I have a lot of questions, and they need to answer them. So Stephen Moffat needs to get on that. But I thought well, uh, he's the doctor's done, daughter. I thought I thought Stephen Moffat was done. I know. I just mean he should. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I thought having her um, trying to figure out because she was basically born an adult, right? Like she doesn't have. She's any, a clone. She's a clone, but yeah. she doesn't have a childhood to draw from or anything. So it's like watching somebody grow up as an adult, go through yeah. all of that as yeah. an adult, which would be kind of cool. She'd be like Lilu. Yeah, like Lilu. <laughs> a little bit. Fifth, fifth yeah. element. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit like Lilu. <laughs> but I just thought it would be neat, like, how... Because they never really explained the other... Like, they explained Donna when she took on a bit of the TARDIS and they had to, like, yeah. erase her memory and stuff because her brain couldn't handle it. And um, yeah. um, the, oh, the girl who plays in Game of Thrones and she lives forever and they just call her me, she's dotted in throughout that... Mm-hmm. This one they never explained, and I thought it was always sort of yeah, missed the, a little bit. There's so many things you could go with that, right? Yeah. You don't even have to have the same actress. I know that she'd still jump on a Doctor Who uh, show again. I would she think so, that. yes. Uh, she said that in interviews. But that being said, you don't even have to go that route. You mm-hmm. could you could pick anybody uh, and, and continue that on and just uh, you know talk about the regeneration or whatever. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if she was there for at least the first season. <laughs> yeah. If but. yeah, if we could at least get a, a first season, and then if if we need to regenerate her or something. Yeah, but, but can she even regenerate? She's a clone, but is that the same thing as being a time lord? Like, is it? Does well, that automatically make her one? The, the doctor did say she's time lord. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, especially if they did it so she was like somewhat limited. You know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. like semi time lord, mostly time lord, but not yeah. full or something. Yeah, yeah. She can regenerate as long as she doesn't die or something. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I said, I came up with a fourth one. Um, oh, 
I was like I said, I wasn't sure I wanted to do this one because I I didn't know how I would go about it. I knew, I didn't know if it'd be sacrilege or whatever. So I'm very glad that you did yours first, Ray, because I also wanted to see Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it would be uh, I thought it would be that she's getting older and I thought maybe uh, they put her in a retirement home and then she can have a, a cast of characters there to you know to interact or whatever and I thought we would call it the golden years um, all right but uh, no I kind of like your I I'll be honest I like your idea better so <laughs> um, well I mean you could still have the same cast in that one where you know Kathy Bates is one of the nurses or you know the three of them are the nurses and they're all and they can still go to uh, to Betty for advice and <laughs> yeah no I I like your idea better of them somehow getting together and, and being in a house and having that because I th- I think I think fans would take to that better so. Um, but like I said, I, I wouldn't, I wasn't quite sure how I was going to deal with it. I was like, I like, <laughs> like, I'm stepping on some toes here because, you know, like I said, evoking, evoking, uh, Betty White for anything is like, you know, that's like, you know, calling down to God and like, yes. oh, right, what are you going to yeah. do now? Yeah. <laughs> Saint, Saint Betty. Yes. So. Oh, well, I know it is. Uh, we said it was going to be a short show, and it is going to be a short show because we're actually at the end of it. So, yeah, it's uh, short <laughs> and sweet. That. You know, people who've been listening to this show for ninety-two episodes are like, "Thank God, they're finally, yeah. finally." This is what I've been asking for. Just cut the crap and get to it. Um, so, I guess with that, let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans. Uh, would anyone like to go first? Me. Yes. Oh. Okay. What What is your pick and or pan? Okay, I have a pick. Um, so we just found this show on Netflix, the kids and I, and it's called The Who Was Show. And it's a history show sketch comedy for kids. And it's got this cast of, I think, six regular kids or teenagers. And they pick two figures in time. The uh, last one, I think, was... Well, the one I remember was uh, Marie Antoinette and... Nope, I'm going to get it wrong. Anyways, they pick two people... They, they, they pick two people... And they just go kind of through their life, and they use comedy, and t- the kids dress up as that character, and um, they sing songs and stuff. It's just really cool, and the kids were glued to it, and they're learning about history, and so I just thought it's it's really neat. It's only in its first season, and we binge watched, and it's only half an hour long. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but um, yeah, the Who Was show. I liked that it was sketch comedy for kids. I thought that was pretty cool, and it's funny, and the kids nice. loved it. They thought it was hilarious, and they're learning. So, you Excellent. know, best of both worlds. Yeah. Yes. On Netflix. And then Ray finished the table today at our, at our house. Well, I'll send you pictures. Yes. And that's very cool. That's it. Very good. All right. What? I've got my picks and pans now, so we're good. <laughs> Do what? I've got my picks and pans now, so. All right. You want to go next? <laughs> sure. Right. Uh, so I'll start with my pan cause it's, you know, I always hate finishing on a sad note. So, uh, another shooting down in Texas and I, you know, I, I am sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, hurts. Uh, there's nothing else to be said at this point, right? Like it's, yep. So sad that it happened. Sad that it happened. Um, pick, obviously the table's done. Uh, the, the one that I would love for everybody to go out to, to check out though, um, if you're if you're not a fan of hockey and you haven't really checked out what hockey's about right now yet, uh, and you know it's a long time coming, uh, Vegas Golden Knights have been uh, our brand new uh, team this year uh, for the NHL, and 
they they've made it to the playoffs, which is amazing. Like they're an expansion team that are in the playoffs. Their first now, year. Their first year. This wow. Is this is unprecedented. It's so second team to do that. That's what the Sharks did their first year. Well, yeah, but they haven't made it. So they are one win away from going to the finals. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this yeah. is this is incredible. Like they've gone through two rounds. They're in the third round. They're they're um, about to win. Like if as long as they get one more win, they're going to the finals. And what I love about this team is that they have embraced Vegas totally. <laughs> because yes. at the opening of every round, uh, they are do they do this bit of a storyline on the ice, and and so it's the um, it, it's very uh, medieval times feel to it. Oh yeah, and uh, and they have the knight come out. And they take on uh, somebody from the other team. Uh, so the first team that they beat were the Kings. And so they had this King out there on the skates and stuff like that. The second team that they beat were the Sharks. And so on, on the ice, they put a laser show down. And you can see a shark, a shark circling underneath the water. Uh, that was, It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this last one, they're taking on the Winnipeg Jets. But because they were medi- medieval times, it's the um, Iron Bird. The Iron Bird. So, <laughs> so they, you know, there's this big opening and everything like that, and I love that they've embraced it. And some people in hockey probably don't like there it. There's sets involved, like it's, it's oh, it's a massive. Yeah. It's, it's a massive. show. It's and it, anyway, so if you if you get a chance to check out those openings, it might get you into hockey. So by all means, go check it out. It's the only hockey That's team. That's awesome. Perfect yeah, that. this is the Nobody only hockey team this. that does this. Mm-hmm. I could see a few of them picking it up. Shit. Funny. Be, so, I mean, as long as it brings more, as long as it's entertaining and it brings more people to the sport, I mean, go for it, you know, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's and, good and Vegas has absolutely done that and good on them. And again, they're one win away from the final, so. That's crazy. Which is insane. <laughs> um, so, uh, like I said before the show, uh, I originally had a pick in a pan and then I had to add an additional pan because of last weekend. Um. I'm going to do just the opposite of you. I'm going to start with my pick. Uh, my pick is, um, so my brother got a 3D printer and said that he was going to start 3D printing a Catan board. And um, it's something that I've been wanting to do and I just kept putting off. And it's not because of the, sh- the amount of printing. It's the work afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's I've never done like any kind of like model or miniature painting in my life. So, um, I've started painting these, and at first I thought I was going to hate this, and now I actually really kind of like it. I don't think I'm <laughs> gonna keep going or anything, but like, nice. so here's yeah. like one of the little water ones, and it's got a it's got a little light uh, or kind of yeah, hard to see lighthouse. a little little lighthouse on it. So, yeah. uh, but I've been dry brushing on them, and and just it, it's been fun, and and they're turning out pretty decent, and I'm I'm enjoying it. So, uh, so that's my pick. My first pan is uh, I finally unsubscribed to a channel on YouTube that I've been following for a long time, which is Nerdist. Um, I don't particularly care. Nerdist News used to be a daily show, and they used to come on, and they would talk about genuine, like, geeky-type news, you know, spanning whatever. Uh, video games, movies, TV shows, whatever. Um they don't do a week or a daily show anymore, I don't think, unless they've moved it over to their pay channel or whatever. Um, but the only ones that I see on YouTube are is pretty much the same thing, and it's it's you know always like their theory on you know spoilers on something or their theory about what's going to happen on something. 
And for the most part, I was just like, okay, well, I'll just stick to the other shows on there that I like. Like, I, I do love The Dan Cave, and I love um, uh, Because Science. I love both of those shows. And I just really wasn't watching actual, you know, Nerdist News or whatever on there. But within the last two weeks, literally some of the uh, the titles for the episodes, like, even if you watch the episode, of course they immediately come on and say, spoiler, 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 if you haven't seen this movie or whatever, don't keep watching but the title of the episode could be considered a spoiler itself. So, like, one of them was, you know, they've gotten, they've flat out spoiled some things that I think were, I mean, they're not, like, huge spoilers, but they're pretty spoilerific for, you know, Infinity War. But, like, one of the ones that they had within the last week was, is, not remember who they listed, is so-and-so the the secret villain in Deadpool 2? Okay, whether or not they are, even if it's just a wild guess, I did not want to know that. Like, I don't even know. Sai said he went and watched it today and he said he did enjoy it. And he said, there's not really going to be like too much. You have to worry about spoiler wise, which I didn't think there would be still the fact that you were putting spoiler type stuff like that in the title of your show, you know, the title of the episode before the movie even comes out. I, I was, done. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't do the same more. So I unsubscribed. I'll just have to kind of keep them. You know, in my head, oh hey, there's a new episode probably of of the Dan Cave coming out or whatever. So, uh, so I maybe try to switch over and watch it. But, um, and then the other thing I had to add, and I, I literally didn't think about this until an hour or so ago. Uh, my wife just recently got a, a new used vehicle. Uh, our previous one was having some issues, so we got a new one, and she's been very happy with it and enjoying it, and it's been great and everything. And I have never come close to hitting a deer in my life. And last weekend we went to uh, a cousin's wedding and my brother and his wife rode with me and Christy and my dad just kept mentioning, well, be careful on the way home because, you know, it, you know, it's gonna be dark and deer around. I'm like, yes, dad, I know I'm gonna pay attention, whatever. And uh, I was trying to be a nice guy. So we get to a part where the road there, there's, you know, a, a right lane. So I get into the right lane to let this guy behind me go on. And so he gets out and he's probably kind of like catty corner to me. He's just in front and to the left of me. And there's a deer and it barely misses him. And I can't swerve to the right because then I will hit it dead on. I can't swerve to the left because he's there. I'm afraid I don't want to take, you know, his rear end off. So all I can do is slam on the brakes and it, uh, you know, I clipped it in the front right of the bumper and, yeah, so now I'm 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 out a good amount of money. I mean, granted, you know, I have insurance, but still my deductible was higher than I wanted it to be, and it's just fuck deer, just fuck deer. <laughs> okay. uh, be, be thankful it's not a moose. Yeah. Oh yes, no, <laughs> I, and I'm, and yes, and I'm like, you know, everyone's like, well, you know, at least this didn't happen. At least it wasn't a full grown deer. At least you weren't in your Mustang. Yes, yes, yes. Still, I understand so. all this, but you know what? Still, fuck that deer. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm just like, great, this is all I needed. You know, I'm like, you always think you're about to get a little bit ahead, and then it's like, nope, guess what? So, uh, anyway, <laughs> I just had I just had to throw that as a pan out because <laughs> fuck that deer. Um, that is our show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Steve, if you would, fuck, fuck that deer, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like, that looks like one side would wear, so. Um, <laughs> As always, if you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, or uh, Google Music, wherever it is you listen or watch the show. If you do want to watch us record the show live, we record it on YouTube uh, on Saturday nights. Uh, I've been putting out, uh, trying to get more information out there so that you know people can know to show up or whatever. So, um, 
And then, you know, giving us a review really does help us out. Uh, we're going to be recording a new episode of the Marginally Geeky Show here probably in a couple weeks. We did make a change on the show. Originally, we were going to read a different book, but um, because we're all excited for this book that's dropping next month, we're just going to plow through the series. So if you are listening to the Marginally Geeky Show, we did switch over, and our next bo- our, our book for this coming month is going to be um, the Magic 2.0 book, in the second book in the series, Spell or High Water. So, and then we're gonna follow it up by the third book, and then the fourth book, and then the new book. So it's um, it's gonna be all magic from here on out for a while. So, uh, but I, I'm not but complaining, okay. and I don't think anyone else is. Yep, I think no, everyone else is pretty it. happy with that. So, um, where can we find you on the internet, Ray? I uh, started posting some sunsets again, which is good. I saw that. <laughs> uh, Lake Life Artist on Instagram. Chris, where can we find you? Here and Marginally Geeky podcast and at uh, on Instagram at Cedar Birch Cottage, where we've yes. been posting uh, updates of our renovations. Yes, and I'm enjoying seeing those. <laughs> I, you're doing good work, and I'm glad I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> I like I have enough to shit to do right now. So. <laughs> and as always, you can find me on at. Pardon me, at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 